Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The following content is not suitable for children. What do we do when we've hurt our partner or when our partner has really hurt us? And we know it's such a showstopper for sex and connection. And we want to help people get reconnected after a betrayal. And sometimes we think, right, George, a betrayal is only an affair, but there's lots of ways that we hurt each other. So can you help us? We got it. We got them covered, Lori. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. Lori, these are still crazy times. Yeah. COVID and vaccines and people fighting with each other and boosters coming out and what category are you in? I mean, it's uh, <laughs> half the time. I don't know which direction I'm going. I know it. This is still a tough time as we come out of the pandemic. And maybe because we were all at home, there's been important issues raised, you know, in racism and our differences. But we got to find a way for people to get through to each other. I, I guess... I feel like my corner of the world is a couple, just one couple at a time, trying to heal them. I often think about that, though. The conversation that we're trying to get people to have over attachment repair is really a bigger world conversation. You know, if we could see each other and see who they are on the other side, we, we wouldn't have so much divisiveness. So hopefully right. this is helpful for our world healing as well as our couple's I love it, Lori. We deal so much with attachment, what I would call bruises, hurts that are inevitable in any relationship. As long as there's conversation, as long as there's, you know, there's hope to repair. I think that's what's so troubling in the world is the failure to communicate, right? There's mm -hmm. people are just in their opposite corners, protected, surrounded by people who believe what they believe, and there's no dialogue. And to have a repair, you have to have a dialogue. So what we're going to talk about today is what we call attachment injuries. That's 
moments where you really need and your partner is not there for you. Mm-hmm. And it, the pain of that is so intense that your body says, you know what? I'm not going to trust again. I'm not going to put myself. So what might that look like? The death of a parent. Your mm-hmm. partner is not there. A health scare. You have to go get a diagnosis. Maybe you have cancer. Your mm-hmm. partner is not there. Yes. You know, it's these moments of great need. And a lot of times the partner doesn't even recognize it. I remember one couple I was working with. They were on their wedding day. And a husband comes out of the bathroom naked and his wife laughs. Oh, no. She was probably nervous. She didn't even remember the episode 10 years later. But there was something about that laughter. You know, when he was in a vulnerable place that his heart said, I'm not going to I'm not going to risk this vulnerability again. Uh, Yeah. Gosh. You know, first time maybe being seen naked, that that would be a huge injury. Right. You know, in terms of attachment and what you need when you're in a desperate, vulnerable place, there's this um, show that West Wing. Did you ever see that? No. Okay. Well, there's a character on it, Josh and Donna, and they're in love throughout the entire nine seasons of this show. And you know it. And they they foreshadow it several times. And at one point, she has to go to the hospital. And I can't I think she gets in a car accident. And she tells Josh that her boyfriend at the time stopped at a bar before he came to see her in the hospital. And he said, Donna, I wouldn't stop for red lights. Mm. It was such a great line. I've never forgotten it. It's like, Mm. that's what we want from our partner. When we're hurting, when we're in trouble, we want that person to come for us. I I frankly think about you in 9-11. You know, you kept crawling after hoping to find some of your fallen brothers or people who were trapped even when the gong went off and you were supposed to get out of falling buildings. And, you know, it's that that part that just says, you know, I'm coming for you. I'm going right. to be there for you. That's what we expect. And when when we're really desperate and then when it doesn't happen, you know, when we're in desperate need and our partner doesn't show up, it's like ooh, all that loyalty, that sense of need that we expected and it's absent you know our heart just kind of breaks and then of course we protect ourselves it's really important what you're saying this is this is a limbic memory right it is it's when our brain is in that fight or flight really scary place there's a threat to death right when that body when we feel that Mm -hmm. and our partner doesn't show up it is like i really can't trust my partner I might love my partner, we, we might partner well, but yeah. in moments of vulnerability, this place is going to go red alert, red alert, be careful here. Do you remember, and it's, it's in session, what it looks like is you're working with a couple, they're married 20 years, they understand their negative cycle, and you try to get one person to take this emotional risk, and all of a sudden, boom, it's almost like a flashback. It is like a I flashback. Remember, yeah. I remember being sick with the flu. And I was throwing up, laying on the floor in the bathroom. And I needed your help. And you were downstairs. And I called, can you come help me? And you didn't come up the stairs. Mm -hmm. It's like, boom. And oftentimes the partner doesn't remember or has a different recollection. And that's the problem. Then they can't repair because then the partner defends. What do you mean? I didn't come up the stairs because I was doing paperwork to try to figure out our insurance. There's always a good reason, but they don't understand the timing of the miss. Exactly. I had a patient who 
her father died. Mm-hmm. And her husband was just like, you know, I didn't think it was that important to change work to go to her funeral, the funeral of my father-in-law. You know, they, they hadn't gotten along anyway. And I'm like, so in this really desperate moment, I, I love what you said. It's our limbic system that gets escalated and aroused in a, in a bad way. And our brain is not really thinking and we're in so much need. And then the partner isn't there. Exactly. There's a lot of ways that this can get triggered. We, I think classically and, you know, when we're working with sex, we think about affairs, which is a big one, but there's a lot of ways we can let each other down in desperate moments. Right. I had a couple where they lost a child. Ah. And this is where the negative cycle really exacerbates things. Yeah. Right. Where the emotional withdrawal just dealt with it by checking out. Mm-hmm. And then what it was like for that pursuing partner to have agony and to really feel so alone because she had lost her child mm-hmm. and really needed her partner and asked. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard thing to do when, when the partner did not engage. It was like, it's, it, you can feel a part of the person says, never again will I risk to you in that way. I will and never that beca- depend on you again. Right. And it, it develops this block, this wall that's going to really get in a way if that couple's going to want to have that low road, vulnerable conversation that's absolutely necessary if you're going to repair the distance created. Mm-hmm. And you imagine, right, if your child has died, I mean, the partner is, their child has died too. And I mean, I think that's why there's so much pain, particularly during that circumstance. I think it's it's a crazy statistic of how few couples survive that because they're both struggling in such a you know powerful way. They can't, you know, maybe they just can't even be there for their partner. They don't even, they're, they're just lost. And like you said, there's always a good reason, but then the part of us that has been wounded and hurt, we go into defense. Not good timing. Bad timing. And I love that you're emphasizing the partner who has the miss here always has good reasons. We're not trying to beat up that partner. We're trying to invite that partner to say, how do you keep your focus on the terrible timing and what it did to the partner? Mm-hmm. Right? Because if you start to get couples to see, this is a trauma response that was created here. Mm-hmm. This is a limbic memory. This mm-hmm. is, we, we really got to, it creates an indelible imprint in the brain. That's what mm-hmm. a big trauma does. And mm-hmm. We need to figure out how to help couples heal that. It's not just the facts that we can apologize for and say, wow, I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you. It's like we have to somehow or another, you know, pull it out of their heart, the wounds and the darts that went in there and, and then bandage up those places that are broken afterwards. And that's the big miss. Most people are, are the offender in this attachment rupture. Their sorry is really, it makes you feel bad when you talk about this. It makes me feel bad. And I'm hoping the sorry stops the conversation. Mm-hmm. The sorry really is about how they feel. It's not really about the other person. It's so hard to put ourselves aside when we've hurt somebody, even on a minor level, right? When we've stepped on somebody's toes and we just want to defend, you know, because we don't like hurting people. Overall, we don't want to hurt our partner. We don't want to hurt anybody. And so when we realize we've done it, 
It's like, just let's just get it over with as fast as possible, let alone at a time of great need. Absolutely. So if you find yourself not knowing how to have these conversations, welcome to the club. Yeah. And let's help people with all the essential parts to repair so that if this has happened to you, we want to guide you. We want to help you. And we believe that attachment injuries can be repaired. People can be stronger afterwards. You know, it's human to hurt people and we want to help you get over it so that the two of you can be close again and you can depend on each other. Beautiful. So let's get back to what they can do differently. What's the new moves after the break? Hey, Lori, it's holiday season. Woo-hoo. You know what's going to make the perfect gift for that stocking stuffer? I have a feeling. I think we got to dig a little deep and get one of those Manscaped tools out. Naughty or nice, it's the season to perform and, you know, maybe buy that lawnmower body trimmer, best trimmer on the market. It's so exciting to be partnered with Manscaped and their mission to make men better at how they present themselves and groom. And Christmas time is the way to start off the new season, cleaner, smelling better. The dads can't stop talking about this and women will love you for it. So gentlemen, think about Manscaped and all their products. They have cologne infused body wash, a nail kit, stuff to make you smell good downtown. We would just recommend that you go to manscaped.com with the code foreplay. That's manscaped.com with the code foreplay and get 20% off on all these products. I love the idea of opening it up in that stocking and the whole family needing to have a conversation (laughs) around the importance of sexual hygiene. Absolutely. So manscaped.com foreplay code. Thanks y'all for supporting us at the podcast. Uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay. Y'all, this is a great product, something that I've been recommending for at least 20 years. Uberlube has three types of silicone. They are friendly to the body. They don't trap bacteria. They also have vitamin E, which enriches your body's tissue. It's actually healthy. It resolves dryness. It's a good product. I would love for you to check this out. And I know people wait till intercourse to use Uberlube. I don't get that. I, I don't get why they would wait. Why not use it right in the beginning so that all the touch feels slippery and fun. And men, this is your friend, this Uberlube, right? It's not a sign that you're failing and your partner's not turned on. This is like, use it for a massage. Use it to rub your toes, put it on. I mean, there's so many things that you can do that just make it. It's I want a whole bath, Laurie, of Uberlube that I can be in with my partner. We highly recommend it for a great sexual experience. That's uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay. I think we have a link on our website as well if you forget where to go for it. They also have travel sizes for everybody traveling at the holidays. You can take it with you and definitely for sex over the winter time and the holidays, it would really help things get going. A little stocking stuffer. Ooh, a very nice, sexy stocking stuffer. Okay, so we're talking about an attachment injury. When somehow or another we've hurt our partner or our partner has hurt us, And our body just shoves back and says, I'm never going to trust you again. I'm never going to be this vulnerable again because in the moment of my greatest need, you weren't there for me. So I'm thinking of an example to talk about the the healing process to to make it a little bit clearer. Okay. I was working with a couple. Actually, uh, the female was the emotional withdrawer. 
the male was the emotional pursuer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were doing good work. They understood their cycle. They were trying to go deeper into that stage two conversations around vulnerability. And I was trying to get the withdrawal to re-engage, to talk about her fears. And all of a sudden, she says, I start to feel like I'm failing. And I was like, great, can you share that? She was able to share that. And then I was like, we went back. I was like, what do you need in that place? And all of a sudden, it was like, a wall goes up and it's like, what do I need? I don't need anything in that place. And like the the temperature totally changed in a room. It was like a 20 degree drop. It was like a total exit from all emotion. Everything was starting to unfold and feel vulnerable and they were responsive. I was like, oh, this is pretty easy stuff. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. whack. And so that that's usually when you know you're onto something, when the block is so severe that it just stalls the whole process, mm-hmm. right? And we want to be curious. So I, I turned to the wife and I said, so, so just notice what's coming up. It feels like there's something about asking for what you need that you were like, something just happened for you. She just shut down, especially with the question, what do you need? Exactly. You know, I don't need anything. I don't need anything. And so exploring that, she goes, it's funny. I don't know why this is coming up. But when we first got married, I was really anxious. I grew up in a family with no money. And it was mm-hmm. really important to me to feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I kept bringing up the conversation around, can we talk about a will? Can we talk about what we're going to do together around money? Mm-hmm. And, and her husband just kept shooting it down. Don't worry. Trust me. As you're going to be taken care of. I don't want to talk about it. I don't have time. He kept shooting that conversation down. Mm. And she remembered getting her courage up. Mm. And she said, no, this is really important to me. Like, I'm not going to feel safe in this marriage. If this, this has been a big thing my whole life, I need that. So she waited for the right time to introduce that conversation. And she went mm-hmm. to her husband and she said, you know what? This really scares me to not mm-hmm. be able to talk about money. And mm-hmm. I really need to know we're together around money because mm-hmm. I've never done that in my life. And I, I, that's the only way we're going to have the marriage that's going to feel safe for me. Mm-hmm. And he- And she whatever, did it so vulnerably. She did it so vulnerably. And he, for whatever reason, said, this is not the right time. I told you that. We are not talking about money. Conversation over. Oh, my God. She walked away. She went up into a bedroom and hysterically cried the whole night. Right? Mm. It feels like death a lot of times in these places. Mm-hmm. Right? Where she just recognized this will never need will be met here. Yeah. And she learned. And, to- and she was bringing up this painful place from her childhood. Like, this is how I get safe. Exactly. This is what I need from you. You know, it, I don't need money from you. I need to get safe around money from with you. And and he just slams it shut. He doesn't see the need. He doesn't. He's thought it a criticism. She's not trusting him. Whatever good reasons. But how do we help that couple mm. repair? The first mm. part of it is you gotta you gotta allow that space for the injury to come out to get to that place. That moment, she's got to tell her story when she asked, "I need you to help me with this," and mm. she got that no answer. Mm-hmm. And shut down, total shutdown. Total shutdown. Total pushback. And the partner, in this case, the husband, needs to be able to sit in that place to give the space, to not defend, not make it about himself, not give the good reasons. Just get really curious about, wow, 
look at the pain that happens, right? And they got to they gotta take ownership for that space, being able to say, I don't need to defend myself. I didn't realize at the time what you were asking for, but I can see giving permission for the pain is the critical first step. Mm-hmm. I can see how my not responding sent you to this desperate place. This is a life and death response. That's what makes it so powerful. She had to make a choice that I will never need this man the way I thought I could. It's like a part of her died that day. Mm. And he's got to be able to say, I can see that. I didn't see it at the time, but I see it now. I am so sorry that that happened, that a part of you died that day. It's given that permission. Mm. It's making my heart just heavy. Just talking about this, feeling what she might have felt, the difficulty of, you know, I I put it out there, I needed you, and you weren't there. And so, of course, she protects herself. And I think what you're telling us is that gets buried in their relationship, and now it's coming up again in another way, just when they're in therapy. I mean, we kind of think we can go on. And should go on maybe. And then these things come up in different ways and people are cut off from each other. Exactly. There's no way around these huge blocks. Mm -hmm. You got to work through them. That's the only way. So that first step is the partner keeping their focus on the pain of the person hurt. Mm -hmm. And when that person who's hurt looks back and sees reflected in the eyes of that partner, their own pain, their body starts saying, oh, Now they're getting it. You get it. Now you're getting it. That sets the stage now for two, part two. Uh Part two, once you feel your pain is being gotten in a way it never has before, now we're going to go back and try to get to the need. What was the longing in that pain? It's never too late to give that longing. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. That longing is that this fear matters so much to you. that I'll do whatever it takes. Of course, we'll have a conversation around money, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? I now get what that means to you, Mm -hmm. right? So I need to get her back in that place where her heart wants that safety. All those years ago, she said, I really need this. We got to get him back to that place of need and ask for it. Mm -hmm. Except this time, the outcome's going to be very different. I think what you just said, there's two important things. The person who is seeing their partner's pain when they've been, when you have hurt your partner is you got to keep your focus there on what they're going through and kind of push down those feelings of shame that you might have. And then secondly, what seems so important is it's never too late to heal this. And I, I think about the body and the brain as standing outside of time. Time is a construct that we've kind of made up, but our bodies hold memories and we can go back to them and heal them now so that it actually releases in the body, you know, so we don't have the pain anymore because, you know, people say, well, you can't change the past. It's like, you can't change what happened, but you can radically change how you feel about what happened when a person comes to you with empathy and care again and love and sees that. And that changes everything that changes changes our lives. The neuroscience is really clear on that. That's what we call a mismatch corrective emotional experience. Mm. When you attach that new move to that old synapse where that memory is stored, it rewires the memory. So mm-hmm. you get this creation of now a safe haven. This experience, 
mm-hmm. tells that partner that when you have this need, when you have this fear, you come to me because mm-hmm. you can get this success when you come. That mm-hmm. redefines the relationship. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, those two key questions, do you think your partner understands this now? Yes. Do you think your par- if this would happen again, your partner would do something differently? Yes. When I get a hurt partner with two affirmative yeses, I know this couple has now healed that wound. It's released. Their body is released. Freedom! (laughs) And they can depend on each other again. They can be close again. That's beautiful. Okay. And it's the doorway of the miss that leads to this beautiful, redemptive bonding moment. That's why we love this work. Because nothing is too terrible that it can't be redeemed for couples that are willing to do the work. So let's talk to people out there. I mean, most of us have hurt each other. I mean, if you've been married for five minutes or 20 years, there's probably times that you have messed with your partner. Mm-hmm. And and we so encourage you to go through this process of healing. You know, it's scary. It's scary to open this can of worms, but this is a way that you can get markedly closer. And I would say the beautiful thing about the body being released is you know, sexual intimacy is found in our bodies. And Mm -hmm. so if we're blocking because of hurts and and pains from the past, we're not as free sexually to be connected to our partner. You know, there's going to be blocks there. It, you know, it's not even the same stream, but the body remembers. And so we want to get our bodies free again from all of that hurt and to be in connection. Beautiful. So we invite our listeners, do what we call an attachment history. Just go over your past together, just to gather information. See what episodes that have happened that maybe both partners or either partner got disappointed or hurt. And a lot of times those hurts probably were repaired, mm-hmm. right? And there are bruises all the time, but the door is still open. But we're also looking for these bigger moments where maybe somebody closes the door and says never again because of that moment. And those moments, that might be where you need help, right? That might be a place to grab a therapist and just get a little bit of help to resolve them. Because you can't go around those blocks. When a door's closed, you got to open it up. Exactly. So we do encourage you, you know, if you come to a block, and we're really talking about an attachment problem, an attachment trauma, where maybe you don't feel safe talking with each other about it and you need a little bit of help. We encourage you to find an EFT therapist. We're all over the world. And you can find us on ICEEFT.com, which is the website for EFT. And they're basically, you know, you can find a therapist in almost any city or almost any area. And especially um, for an attachment repair conversation, that's what you tell the therapist because that's our language. We get that. And so tell us, you know, I, I need a few sessions. I'd just love for you to guide us through one conversation. You don't have to enter therapy to do this, but maybe a couple of sessions would be great. We want you to have clear a clear channel for sex, and we just want to remove any blocks, and attachment repair is a way to do it. So thanks for listening. Open up that door to freedom. Lori, really excited about the Success and Vulnerability Project. 
We are really pushing the leading edges of therapy and breaking down the process and in moments, session by session, choice points. Why does this work? What intervention are you using? If it works, what do you do next? I mean, this is the next level for therapists. If you want to up your game, you want to see real clinical examples, you want to break down the process, you want demonstrations, you want teaching. I mean, it's all there. Really exciting, good stuff. It is. I love it. I listen to the new modules repeatedly. It's great information. I'm learning, you know, still in the process and it is good. I love what you guys do teaching and the demonstrations. They're fun. They're funny and they're really helpful to my work. So this is training for therapists. If you'd like this training, go to successinvulnerability.com. It's all one word, successinvulnerability.com. Call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.